FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm Courtney. And I'm T. Sterling Watson. And this is the Indie Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. How's it going, Sterling? It is going. It is going going pretty well, I think. I'm awake. I'm here. Good. How about you? I hope so. Pretty good. Can't complain. How's it feel to be on the other side today? It it is interesting. It's it's I don't know if you've experienced this before, if somebody else is driving your car (laughs) Mm -hmm. and passenger seat, like uh kind of like, oh this this feels weird. Um but good weird or bad weird. I mean, I would say good weird because you're still going to an agreed destination. So it's not like you're just kidnapping me in my own car. But, you know, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of like kidnapping you in your own car. Yes. Yes. But, well, <laughs> you know, like, you know, uh, hostage or anything. And, and we've already agreed where we're going. I've already mm-hmm. looked at the map. I'm like, OK, you know, mm-hmm. all good. It's all good. Well, you know, it's sometimes it's just good to be it's just good to switch things up and shake it up and just, you know, keep people on their toes. That's exactly what we're doing today. Yes. Yes. And plus, you know, I mean, you host a podcast, too, you know, and just how do you feel hosting a a podcast that's not yours? It's weird. Um, It's weird. Uh, Even though I'm on this podcast, it's just weird not being hmm. Not be, or being the showrunner in this mm-hmm. case, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But you know, it's it's all good. It's what we're here to do is mm-hmm. entertain the people and entertain ourselves, and that's what we're doing. Exactly, exactly. And it's not like you haven't done it before, or mm-hmm. not, or like I said before, you're not already a host, but you know, mm-hmm. got the chops for. It. Yeah, okay, thanks. <laughs> Glad you think so. <laughs> of course, I, you're the podcast is in trusted hands. Yes. Well, good. I, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have let me host even temporarily had I been some random or you hadn't, you know, hadn't seen my chops. Right. So, right. you know, I mm, get it. It's all good. It's all good. So what I do feel we do? like the pressure's on. I definitely feel like the pressure's on in this in this role for sure. Mm. <laughs> it's it's the spotlights on the pressure's on. Got to drive this thing home, you know? Right, right. And we only just begun. We didn't even get on the highway yet. We, we were just like <laughs> going out of the driveway, going down the street. Like, oh, you know, that, that diner is just opened. I'll look at it. You know, oh, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are. Yep, that's where we are. Yep. <laughs> so where? the Oscars just passed. Yes. Yes, it did. Um, what did you What did you feel overall? How did you feel about the, the show? the fashion, the music, <laughs> what, what do you think? Um, I'll, I'll do a brief recap here. And I normally, most times I love, I love to be just snarky and cynical about the award show as much as I love loving it or watching it. Uh, at, it does, it is a very long show. It's the longest out of all the award shows that I think I regularly watch. It includes the Globes, it includes the Grammys and I believe the Emmys. So mm-hmm. I don't watch the Tonys unless Hamilton is involved, which it was only that one year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, this clocked in just under four hours. <sighs> yes, I know. I don't normally pay That's... attention to fashion, but there was some there was some real serious looks 
our mm-hmm. our lovely uh, Wakandan royalty showed up in full flair and effect and just looking immaculate. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, I kind of relived my crush for Kelly. Oh man, I forgot her middle name. I think her last name is Tran, though. But she is. Yeah. Yeah. She came in like a light blue dress. She's um. Her the character is Rose in Star Wars. But mm-hmm. yeah, she was there. Uh, just a whole bunch of people that were there. I'm like, oh wow, this is amazing. This just looks like a great event. Uh, sad to big say, party. a big party. Yes, Jimmy Kimmel was hosting again, which I'm meh. Like, <laughs> I don't even watch his his late night show, but occasionally it's on. Occasionally he's got a few jokes. Mm-hmm. No, just not uh, not your cup of tea. There, not my cup of tea. I I'm a I'm a Colbert fan personally, and if Colbert isn't on, then I'll watch Fallon. So there's, okay. that's the the network hierarchy for me. Um, gotcha. There is a petition going around. I don't know if it's an official one, but they should make one to have Tiffany Haddish and Maya Rudolph host next year because hmm. they had a presenter bit, which I believe is now floating on the interwebs of just their two minutes, just killing, just, just bantering with each other before mm-hmm. they the next thing. And that was hilarious. Like, this is what we need. This is what we want. This is the life blood of the show. Mm-hmm. They let them host next time. I would watch the Oscars if they host it next year. Yes. That's probably the only way I'm going to do it, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it was just Tiffany Haddish herself, I would still watch because she is like living her best life. Especially she the- is. She's oh, everywhere. man, she is. I just I love her and I'm so proud of her and happy for her. And I think she should host the Oscars. Totally. I do, too. I do. Um, because I don't think the last time, the last time they had a woman hosting, I think it was Ellen, which, you know, she actually did pretty good when she mm-hmm. hosted. She had fun. And I believe she's like the Indu podcast in a way where she just invites you to have fun with her. Just just have fun. Yeah. We just we just don't dance here. I'm pretty sure we would be dancing if there's video cameras and we just could <laughs> dance in our chairs or something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not I don't claim to be that that great of a dancer, but then again it doesn't matter. So just It's all about having fun. It's what is it? It's it's about the the journey, not the destination. Exactly. Exactly. So there there was that. Um there were some great performances. Uh, everyone who is, as usual, everyone who's nominated for the best song, they do perform their song. And everyone did really well, I would think. Um, There's some moving I some, ones. Hmm? I have some qualms about that. Okay, what's your qualms? <laughs> I heard two songs because, you know, you just can't miss this stuff. But I heard two songs and I wasn't super impressed with the, with the, like, okay. So I heard the first one I heard was, was uh, Remember Me from Coco which was a brilliant movie and it's a brilliant song, but then doing it live um, didn't quite touch my spirit the way that it did in the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I feel like you, you, what was that? So I do agree with you. Yes. I just feel like it was a bit flat. Actually the two songs that I heard were very flattish. Like they weren't, and somebody else, somebody else um, kind of mentioned this to me too. Like it's not Grammy level performances. It's mm-hmm. it's like this is the Oscars, and we're wanting to also include music, but that's not their forte. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, so I, I, you know, I got through it. It's whatever because I love the song and I love the movie. So I had to, I had to just kind of square up and, you know. The yeah. second song I heard was the one from um, The Greatest Showman. I had a feeling it was that one. So, okay. So the the song still made me weepy. It still made me kind of teary-eyed. 
because it's a great song and like the the energy of the performances um like of the of the background folks was great and but the lady the lead lady mm-hmm. she just was a bit um flat kind of yes her energy was there and her emotion was there but like she just wasn't hitting those notes you know she she was she she wasn't quite she yeah. wasn't quite hitting it so and uh, i thought that was weird because she's actually a I don't, i'm not sure if she's a broadway star but she does sing on broadway so i thought you know she would bring it but um maybe it was nerves i don't i don't know what it was but i don't know i, I, I was know. I overall I enjoyed the performance, but it just wasn't like it was more of a I don't know a B a B minus for me. I would give it a C. I would I would go so far as to give it a C just because the sound wasn't matching the energy and the visuals. Mm-hmm. And if you're singing a song, that is kind of important, you know. Right, so right. I I just was a little it was a little lackluster to me. I think what I will say about the performance though it, is that it really it really brings back the, the the number in the movie, like when they perform it in the movie, the, mm-hmm, a lot of them mm-hmm. are the same. So mm-hmm. I thought that was great. And mm-hmm. it really just advertised for me. It's like, hey, I want to go see this again because uh, yeah. it was worth it for the um, <laughs> pun unintended, but the showmanship of <laughs> of the of the show of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's that's what I went for the movie for to go see is to see pretty much a uh, spectacle, and that's what you mm-hmm. get. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I agree with both of what you said with both performances. I'm kind of struggling to remember the other three. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, Common and Andra Day. Oh my goodness. Oh, I missed it. Yeah, I did miss I, that. How did they do? They, I believe, this might have been a new uh, verse that Common must have wrote just for tonight, or not tonight, for that performance. Because mm-hmm. uh, it was spot on. It's it spoke on everything, all the issues that were that was going on. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but the people that they brought on stage, they brought up ten different um, uh, representatives of different causes and movements that are happening right now. So they were on stage, just you know, standing for what um, their movements are. I don't remember any of their mm-hmm. names. But there was a list that went around. Mm-hmm. Andre Day, of course, she has. Uh, a voice that will just pull tears out of your eye sockets, whether you like it or not. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I mean, she, in my, in my humblest opinion, I feel like she's really underrated. Like they don't really bring her out. Yeah. They don't boost her. Like, like, like Beyonce, for example, like I wish she got that kind of a claim. Like, yeah, it, it was. Amazing. Yeah. She, she definitely, I agree. She definitely, she's, she's a, She's a standalone type artist and she she has the range. I mean, mm. she really does. And so I, I do wish she had more of the, of the spotlight. I think she's coming out a lot more and she's um, I, I really do think she's doing a lot more. I'm hearing I'm seeing her more. Um, so I hope that's a good sign. And I hope that's a trend that we continue to see because mm-hmm. um, she deserves it. She's a great artist. She is. She is. Um, and. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. There's something else. Oh, and I had told this to you while it was happening because you were uh, watching another show, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And um, a couple of the presentations or even acceptance speeches were very, I will even say diverse. One um, such person, oh my goodness, I forgot his name. I think he was in Wonder Woman. He played the Native American chief, but I can't remember his mm-hmm. real name. Yeah, him. oh, 
language. I know which. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name either, though. And uh, for a short film, a short live action film, the winner, whose name I also don't remember. I think I almost <laughs> followed her on Twitter too because she looked like another actress that I thought she was, but she was somebody else. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Haley Atwell, I think, but it wasn't her, somebody else. But she signed her acceptance speech because her short film was about a deaf child. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And one of my favorite deaf people that I've never met in person, Mm -hmm. um, apparently he met her or met with her. I don't know if it was their first meeting ever. Um, But he's, he's very much, of course, I can't think of his name right now, but he's very much a you know, deaf culture advocate. He is a deaf man, obviously, and he is um, very much vocal, um, like, you know, vocal in terms of um, um, deaf culture, getting it out there, representation. Um, you know, he he went to see Black Panther and was, you know, was very outspoken about his terrible experience because, you know, the, the closed captioning machines that they use was apparently super just malfunctioning really bad. And he just, it just really affected his experience and everybody should have that experience. Um, if nothing else, it just was like, okay, yeah. But he uh, was, at, he met with the the lady and they were holding her Oscar and it was just, it was a beautiful moment. Wow. But I missed, I hate, I missed that. I, I'll have to look that up and, I... and check it out. Might have it on my timeline. I'll have to go back and check or, um, and then if I do, I'll just send it to you or tweet it again. Um, now about that experience in a movie theater where the closed caption doesn't work. I was at a theater where someone hard of hearing requested it and it did not work. Mm -hmm. And that customer and like, I believe his friends and family, whoever was with him, there's a few of them. they, They got up and they, they were upset. I really don't remember what movie it was. And it was a few years ago, but I felt really horrible for them. Mm-hmm. And that has always stuck with me. And I've mm-hmm. always, you know, I've always kind of wondered if, if, if that ever got resolved or, or what, or I don't know. Well, and with, with this guy that I follow on Twitter, he, I'm going to have to look him up, give him his due credit, but he, um, you know, the solution that the theater gave him was we'll give you two extra tickets or we'll give you like some comp tickets for you to come back later. And he's just like, are you serious? The problem is still there, though. You're still going to give me these same crappy, um, you know, this same crappy machine that's going to give me the same problem the next time I come back. So Mm -hmm. it's just like it's with it being it's 2018. We have theaters where, um, you know, we have um, reclining seats and they some of them warm up, some of them vibrate, probably not. But very high tech, you know, we have these 3D screens, we have all of this um, technology. And yet the most base to me, that's a basic um, piece of accessibility. That's very basic. And we can't even seem to get that right. So it's just pretty sad that. Even something like that is so um, it, it's it puts up the wall between us and them. It's an us and them type of thing, and it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, we should really meet those needs before we start trying to get our seats to vibrate because it's just we need everybody to enjoy the experience or the movie, you know, for mm-hmm. what you know. Then mm-hmm. add on the other stuff, including some theaters that serve drinks. I don't know where these theaters are. I would like to know, but you know. Well, come on down to Little Rock, Arkansas. We just opened one recently, and I heard it's the bee's knees. 
Oh, well, we put that on the itinerary. All right, marking a little note there. Um, <laughs> now, also, we played a game last uh, last episode where we predicted. We did. Tell us about it. Uh, I shall. Now, really briefly, the game basically is we predicted who we thought would win, and then we also gave who we wanted to win. Now, predictions, if you got the prediction right, you got two points. If you're who you wanted to win or who should win, that would give you one point. Now, if you picked Mm -hmm. uh, the same movie that was both a uh, prediction and a want slash wish, then you got three Mm -hmm. points. So with that said, here's the rundown Mm -hmm. uh, starting myself. And again, these I was not expecting to win, but I ended up winning with 37 points. I got 14 out of 24 correct. Um, Mm -hmm. congrats thank you then you came next with uh 12 out of 24 correct you've got 31 points if it wasn't and if it wasn't for that but it was i'll still say you tied with candace with uh also 12 correct out of 24 she got 30 points and our friend lauren got 10 points or 10 correct out of 24 with 24 points uh, mm-hmm. She was. She felt. Well, congrats she, to all. <laughs> yes, we did it. Congrats to all. It was a lot of fun. I mean, I did have fun doing this and then calculating everybody up. And I mean, I was I was sweating adding the numbers, like crunching the numbers, like oh no, like who's who's winning, who's in the lead. As I'm, because I, I, I waited till after the ceremony was over to do the calculations. Um, mm-hmm. At one point, you were in the lead, and then Candace was in the lead. Everybody had a had a spot where they were in the lead when I was crunching numbers, and then. I really was hoping I wasn't going to win because I kind of wanted somebody else to win. Just, just, no. Oh, that's really sweet. So what are you going to do with this newfound victory under your belt? Um, I mean, basically, we're just playing just to have fun. Uh, ultimately, I guess, bragging rights. But I don't even like bragging about anything, really. <laughs> Maybe stupid things mm-hmm. like, oh, I got a mug. So I'd brag about that. But um I don't know. Um, I'm hoping we can all play again next year. Maybe I'll see if I can find a way to open up the game to other people that are listening and they want to kind of play along too. Just sounds like programming. I think you should. It was was actually a lot of fun. I'm not one that gets into award shows very much. I just, you know. But it's, you know, if if there's something at stake and in this this case there's bragging rights, Mm -hmm. which apparently one of us is not going to be using, no. It's still fun to just kind of cast your cast your lot and see what you come up with and then to see kind of which direction the academy is going to go. So it's pretty it was pretty fun, I have to say. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to give a special thank you to Candace for uh, encouraging to use the um, like who, who do we want to win? Because I wasn't mm-hmm. going to do. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I actually really like that too because it's it's <laughs> it's very clear that what we want is not necessarily going to happen. So it's uh, it was fun to kind of see how that played out as well. <laughs> and and it does yeah. kind of make you make you think if you're trying to predict, not to let your wants kind of confuse what you think might actually mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean it was is it, it really was interesting to see kind of how it played out and how wrong we were or how close we were. So yeah, yeah. And best picture so, goes to um, the Shape of Water or what I'm one of my favorite alternate titles is uh, Grinding Nemo. So that is <laughs> the best picture winner. Some pe- many people were upset that Get Out didn't win. There's a whole bunch of controversy about that and mm-hmm. stuff to it. Um, but 
we this we are where we are and it was kind of almost i don't want to say it was in in the written on the wall because uh how i base my predictions is looking at other award shows and how they vote Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're pretty much they they tend to follow each other don't they they do they do especially when the acting categories that's how i pretty much got those categories right Mm -hmm. for predictions those were easy and it's not always we we like to be surprised and that's that's kind of what makes it boring i'm like okay uh gary oldman's gonna win up he won and you know Mm -hmm. wow but it's, it's mm-hmm. nice to try sometimes and it does happen. So, but it just didn't happen yeah. this time. We knew it was going to be either those three movies. It was either going to be three, bill, three billboards, which I'm so glad it wasn't because that movie was horrible. <laughs> oh, uh, I did do a review on Patreon. I was being too kind and saying like, yeah, it was a movie. It was an experience, but no, I did not like it. <laughs> um, the Shape of Water and Get Out. Shape of Water, I do like, and I'm glad that it won out of mm-hmm. everything else because... Mm-hmm pretty movie there is also a patreon review so go check that out of uh of shape of water i have two more i've recorded but i have not posted one is for the post which was also a nominated movie nominated just because (laughs) and um (laughs) i mean if you like history and journalism check it Mm -hmm. out it's pretty good and the Mm -hmm. other movie i saw recently is game night so there is a review for that and i'll just say it was very funny very hilarious if you need to um in between your repeat viewings of Black Panther, you just want a little mm-hmm. something different. Game night is. I'm bad. actually going to. I'm. I'm going to see that tomorrow. Game night. So okay. I'm looking forward to it very much, um, especially since um, I have not seen Black Panther for a second viewing, and I'm feeling some type of way about it. So game night's going to have to do for now. And I'm glad that you're giving it such high marks because uh, it's filling a void basically right now. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I I felt validated because I heard some other reviews um, recently and they also gave it high marks too. It's like, okay, it's not just me, but even still, you know, it's me. So I'm I'm not going to lie to you. We trust you. Yeah. We trust your judgment. That's why you're in the, that's why we pay you the the big bucks. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, If only I could get a sponsorship deal from MoviePass because thank you MoviePass for allowing me to see all of these films in theaters. Hey, I know, right? Just for 10 bucks a month. I'm sitting here giving them repress and everything but yeah <laughs> they'll get you you'll get there one day i promise I'll it's gonna there. happen mm-hmm. and also so, the day recording this by the way is my dad's birthday so i just want to give him a happy birthday hey happy birthday dad i hope your day's going well i hope it's been all that you've wanted because you definitely deserve it indeed indeed so happy birthday and on that note we are gonna take a quick break Hindu Podcast. Hey there. Do you like talking about your favorite comic book and characters? Or a TV series you love to binge? Or how Goku from Dragon Ball Z was trash, but it was still your gateway anime? But you're also interested in talking about different social issues and current events like representation, Black Lives Matter, the Me Too movement, or racism. Well then, you're in luck. I've got a podcast where we dive into all of that. It's called Speak On It. I'm your host, Nisha, a millennial that's just trying to live my black and nerdy life while also staying informed. So every episode, a guest and I will dive into a discussion that can cover everything from anime to activism and speak on it. You can head over to iTunes, SoundCloud, 
and wherever else these RSS feeds go to subscribe, listen, and stay tuned. Talk to you soon. Welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us through that commercial break. Wasn't it great, Sterling? It was. It, it really, I mean, it, 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 it warmed the cockles of my heart. <laughs> That's a word I'm going to add to my list. <laughs> Listeners, you're going to find out what exactly I'm talking about very shortly. So just hang on and uh, the mystery will be removed. Um, the shroud will be lifted. Is that what I'm trying to say? Revealed? The shroud will be lifted. Okay, lifted. Okay, here we go. How about unsheath? Does that work for I you? I feel like that's more of a sword or a weapon. The truth and will. I don't, the truth will be unsheathed. Mm-hmm. No, maybe. But that still goes back to like, because isn't there a sword of truth? Isn't that um from the yeah. Bible? What is it? Yeah, that is biblical. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we're so so basically like I was saying, unsheath does not work for this because we're still talking about weaponry. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways um hey guys thanks for thanks for listening and uh warming the cockles of our hearts um <laughs> while you're here we're gonna talk about some black history facts all right hold on black history black history black history, black history. facts all right so this month is extra special because not only are we going, or this episode rather, is extra special um, with the Black History Fact, because not only is it a Black History Fact, but this is also Women's History Month, March is. So today's Black History Fact, we're going to learn about um, Madam C.J. Walker. Her real name is Sarah Breedlove. Uh, but she was an Amer- African-American entrepreneur, philanthropist, and a political and social activist. Um, so many of us know about her hair care um, products and things, but we're going to learn a bit more about the other things that she's also done, which which is pretty, pretty impressive. So um, she is the first female self-made millionaire in America. And she became one of the wealthiest African-American women in the country or the world's most successful female entrepreneur of her time. She's also one of the most successful African-American business owners ever, which is pretty dang impressive. Mm-hmm. Initially, Sarah, or Madam C.J. Walker, as we know her, learned about hair care from her brothers, who were barbers in St. Louis. In 1904, she became a commission agent selling products for Annie Turnbow Malone, an African-American hair care entrepreneur and owner of the Poro Company. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Poro Company. While working for Malone, who would later become Walker's largest rival in the hair care industry, Sarah began to adapt her knowledge of hair and hair products to develop her own product line. Well, in July 1905, when she was 37 years old, you still have time, uh, (laughs) Sarah and her daughter moved to Denver, Colorado, where she continued to sell products for Malone and develop her own hair care business. Following her marriage to Charles Walker in 1906, she became known as Madam C.J. Walker and marketed herself as an independent hairdresser and retailer of cosmetic creams. Madam 
I'm putting that in quotes, was adopted uh, from women pioneers of the French beauty industry. So, madam does not always mean uh, mm-hmm. like a, not necessarily a woman of the streets, but someone who, I guess. Lady of the night. Yes, yes, that's what I was looking mm-hmm. for. It's, uh, it's a French mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Her husband, who was also her business partner, provided advice on advertising and promotion. Sarah sold her products door to door, teaching other black women how to groom and style their hair. Which is so important, you guys. That's so important. So she was way ahead of her time and uh, did the dang thing. Mm-hmm. So in, in 1910, Walker established the headquarters for the Madam C.J. Walker Manufacturing Company. Walker later built a factory, hair salon, and beauty school to train her sales agents and added a laboratory to help with research. She also assembled a competent staff that included um, to assist in managing the growing company. Many of her company's employees, including those in key management and staff positions, were women. In addition to training in sales and grooming, Walker showed other Black women how to budget, build their own businesses, and encourage them to become financially independent. A woman after my own heart. Mm -hmm. In 1917, Walker began organizing her sales agents into state and local clubs. The result was the establishment of the National Beauty Culturist and Benevolent Association of um, Madam C.J. Walker Agents. Its first annual conference convened in Philadelphia during the summer of 1917 with 200 attendees. The conference is believed to have been among the first national gatherings of women entrepreneurs to discuss business and commerce. Hmm. Mm. And by the way, this, this, the more I read about her, the more I was like, oh, Courtney's going to love this woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I've, I've known a lot, a lot of this from uh, or about Madam C.J. Walker. A lot of it is, has kind of gone from my immediate knowledge of her. So no, you know, reading this and hearing this again is kind of bringing up reasons why I always have liked this woman because she's very much kind of going the same path that I would like to go, you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm. And this is only just like a touch of the stuff that she's done. We're only just highlighting bits and pieces, Mm -hmm. but we shall continue. Uh, continue. Walker became more involved in political matters after her move to New York. She delivered lectures on political, economic and social issues at conventions sponsored by powerful black institutions. Her friends and associates included Booker T. Washington, Mary McLeod Bethune, and W.E.B. Du Bois. In 1917, she joined the executive committee of New York chapter of the NAACP, which organized the silent protest parade, something that we will be talking about in a couple months, on New York City's Fifth Avenue. The public demonstration drew more than 8,000 African-Americans to protest a riot in East St. Louis, East St. Louis, Mm -hmm. um, that killed 39 African-Americans. So Walker died on May 25th, 1919 from kidney failure and complications of hypertension at the age of 51. At the time of her death, Walker was considered to be the wealthiest African-American woman in America. She was you, excuse me. She was eulogized as the first female self-made millionaire in America. But Walker's estate was only worth an estimated six hundred thousand, or approximately eight million dollars in present-day dollars, um, upon her death. According to Walker's New York Times obituary, she said herself two years ago in 1917 that she was not yet a millionaire, but hoped to be sometime. 
At the time of Walker's death, the average American's annual salary was $750. Wow. Her daughter, which I believe is pronounced Alilia Walker, became the president of the Madam C.J. Walker Manufacturing Company. On March 4th, 2016, skincare and hair care company Sundial Brands launched a, a collaboration with Sephora in honor of Walker's legacy. The launch, titled Madam C.J. Walker Beauty Culture, comprised four collections and focused on the use of natural ingredients to care for different types of hair. As of 2017, actress Octavia Spencer has committed to portray Walker in a TV series based on the biography of Walker by Alilia Bundles, Walker's great-great-granddaughter. Which I am hoping to see and looking for because I would be interested in seeing that. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, um, if you want to find inf- more information, there's a lot of information, but something that I will be looking into personally is a book called The Black Rose, The Dramatic Story of Madam C.J. Walker, America's First Black Female Millionaire by Tan- uh, <laughs> Tanana <laughs> Ritu. Hoping I said that right because I've been practicing it and then I froze and forgot. It's and okay. But I froze. It's okay. You're forgiven. Thank you. So, yeah, I, I just, I love her story. I love this story. Um, she did so much um, accomplished le- <laughs> levels of, of things. So I just, mm-hmm. I just, I'm encouraged, just, just hearing about this and reading about this encourages me to do what I need to do to, to get where I need to get to, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I'm sorry, go on. Well, no, just it's, it's, you know, and, and I love your kind of um, your uh, extra bit in there where it's just, it's not too late. You know, there's not a, a right age to do anything right. in terms of, of achieving your goals and achieving your dreams. It's just a matter of doing it. So it's encouraging to, to hear about people like Madam CJ Walker, who were not 21 and owned everything and mm-hmm. was able to really make a huge difference that it's still um it's it's still being added to her legacy is still ongoing so it's just very refreshing it is that was that was more of like a shout out also to our our friend and past guest April Rain mm-hmm. who reminded us that you have time so mm-hmm. yeah we we definitely have time to to explode and, and be great. Yeah. Um, there is a picture. Now, all of this, we I pretty much uh, took chunks from Wikipedia, but there is a picture, which I should have copied over because it's just awesome. And it is her and all of her friends, like all of her ladies in a car, mm-hmm. just like chilling. They're, I don't know <laughs> where they're going, but they just, they're dressed to the nines, probably the tens, and they are going somewhere, but they're just looking awesome. Even Looks for, good doing it. Yes. In the 19-something, probably 1910s. I forgot mm. what the, the year was posted on the picture. But, you know, just a a, su- a successful picture right there. So mm-hmm. African-American women doing their thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, on that note, we are going to take another break. See you soon. The Endu Podcast. Hello, Indubians. I'm Laura, host of Louder Vision, the podcast for visionaries, artists, and creatives. 
On my podcast, I'm interviewing fellow artists trying to figure out how we can bring our creative vision to life without compromising our values, crushing our soul, and dying poor. Yep, that explains it. You can listen to the Louder Vision podcast on lauramioli.com and connect with me on Twitter at Loudervision. All right, welcome back. I am glad you are still with us. Hopefully you're having a good time. Are you having a good time, Sterling? Woo! (laughs) I'm going to take that as a yes. (laughs) (laughs) That was my good time, woo, so... Sweet, sweet, sweet. So, words. They're sometimes hard. They're sometimes pretty soft. And sometimes you just love them for no reason. And sometimes the reason is just beating you in the face why you should love them as a word. Let's talk about our favorite words. Let's. Um, I would say this This is actually uh, another suggestion. It wasn't a question. It was more of a suggestion of things we talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting topics. So, I was like, oh, great, because I actually have a list of words that I started uh, way back since uh, my first podcast, The Lost Dial. Mm-hmm. I have a list of words that I really enjoyed, whether it's not necessarily what they mean, it's just saying them, because mm-hmm. some of these words, they're not always like, you don't hear them every day. So I try to do what I can to try to work them into uh, everyday vocabulary. And one of my newest ones, it's not a huge one, I would say maybe... Uh, and this is something you and I, Courtney, we haven't really discussed how to uh, rate words in dollar terms because we tend to do this regularly where we're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a $25 word. Um, mm-hmm. I think when you spelt the word um, impenetrable. Uh, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I spelled it correctly, you guys. I was, I think it was just a regular text to somebody and I managed to work that word in there properly and I spelled it correctly I didn't even have to I didn't even have to use the spell check it just kind of happened and I was like whoa mm-hmm. I'm amazing yeah and and- it, you called it a $10 word and I was like whoa that's easily a $25 word why, why are you jipping me my my monies and so that's where this has come from <laughs> And, and that's that's some kind of scale I think we'll eventually have to work on to figure out like, okay, that is definitely a 25. That's a $50 word because, you know, it's because of how often it might be used or, or not used or how many syllables it has, how many silent letters is hiding, are hiding in it. So mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. we'll figure that out one day. But today we're just talking about the words that we like. And like I said, I have a list and oh my goodness, I didn't realize how much longer this list actually is. I thought it was like okay. 15 words, but we're going to go through it, or at least my list, because uh, I know you didn't have a full <laughs> list ready, but hopefully this will give you some time. Maybe you can, I'll even allow you to steal a few of mine that you like. Okay. All right. Uh, you don't have to allow me. I was probably going to just do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you, you would. Um, mm-hmm. The very first word on here. And again, these are just words that they, I don't have any real connection to them. It's just I like saying them or I like hearing them. But the first one is, is vampirism. It's mm. just something I thought it was cool. Um, the next one is oh, I practiced this one in the car. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to say it like I was like, oh, this, this should be fun to say. But <clears throat> tornadic. Okay, I must have missed it. But tornadic. Tornadic mm-hmm. as well. Ooh, that is a good one. I'm going to steal that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keeping along with weather, thunder snow, which is really two words, but come on, thunder snow. I mean, it's 
thunder snow. It gets me excited. Squishy, which is something that we'll be talking about later. Squishy is just a fun word for me. I know it's gross for some people because even the word squishy sounds squishy. (laughs) That's one of those words. Isn't there? There's a term for that where onomatopoeia, onomatopoeia, which is one of my words. I don't think it's one of my words. But squishy is an onomatopoeic word. Pay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, uh, these next three are actually cities, and one of them you'll recognize from this show. Uh, the first one is Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to say Saskatchewan. Uh, the next one is Chattanooga. That's just fun running. Okay. Then the last one is Sheboygan, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we have the Jimmy Legs, which I believe is what happens when you're on the sea, I think. Or if yeah, you're. Uh, I don't know about the sea. Huh. What was your. What did you say was your other option for that? You might be drunk, I think. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look it up again. Okay. I don't know where I got it from. But the next one okay. is definitely from the sea. It's a scallywag. It's what pirates call each other if they don't like mm-hmm. you. Mm hmm. Um, mm-hmm. this next word I've been pronouncing incorrectly for years, but debauchery, but I've always said debauchery because there's a CH in it. Oh, but and you, you pronounce a CH. How, how precious. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next word is fisticuffs because come on, if you're going to get what is- someone, you have to say fisticuffs. Like, did you, you have to exchange fisticuffs or do you have fisticuffs? Oh, gotcha. Okay. I'm with you. I gotcha. I'm not swearing I over gotcha. here. Uh-huh, uh, sure. Same thing with, uh, again, sticking with pirates and old-timey speak. Mm-hmm. Pirates do a lot of swashbuckling. Mm-hmm. They do. And if pirates eat a lot, they become rotund. This is actually something I, I say often. but I like rotund, too. It sounds round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a round word. I don't it know. round, and it sounds a little heavy. Yeah, it does. It's it's a weighty word. It is. It is. And I've, I will admit there are times I've used this to describe people I've seen and have mm. come across. And like, yes, that man was very rotund. And you just imagine him rolling down the street. So. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I see. How did you know? I, I think of the girl, the um, Violet from... Um, yeah. From Willy Wonka and the Charlie Chocolate. and the Ch- Willy Wonka, not Charlie, but Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, and she is was a rotund child. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and she rolled away. Exactly, she was rotten. Mm-hmm. One of my um, Walmart stories, and I have several of them, but one of them uh, does remind me of that girl Violet, I believe her name was, because this woman came in wearing all blue, and I'm like, wow, you should not do that. <laughs> Because you're going to remind us of Violet. Yes, she was rotund. I mean, her top, I mean, I think it just looked like a sweatsuit, like a two-piece sweatsuit she was wearing. But still, she was rotund and she was blue and she just looked like a giant blueberry. And uh, Yeah, well, everybody ain't able, I guess. I guess. (laughs) I mean, it was late at night. Maybe she thought nobody's going to see her, but come on, it's Walmart, 3 a.m. She just needed something to throw on real quick and run out and come on back in. That's all she needed to do. I guess she didn't care. Whatever. Right, right. (laughs) My next word is plutonium. It's just, again, mm-hmm. fun to say. Uh, jovial, which I think I've started to try to work in there. Like, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling jovial today. But, you know, mm-hmm. and that actually, okay. I'm trying to think. I, I remember someone who was rotund, but also jovial. So that's a, it's also a good way to describe Santa Claus. So there you go. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, both speak- words. Yes, both words. Sp- and this next word, which I really wish I remember to use more often Merriment, because merriment. Do you have a merry that Christmas? Sounds very merry. Mm-hmm. No, 
my how was your Christmas? It was merriment. Or actually, no, you probably say it was merry, but I was about to say is that the proper usage of the word, or are we not gonna go oh, down no. that rabbit hole? More of a noun, so like I intend to have merriment at Christmas. Got so you. Okay. That'd be the better usage of it. My next word is calamity. Mm-hmm. Um, behooves, which I've actually been using quite a quite a bit. Um <laughs> nefarious, which I am part of a I don't want to say a nefarious gang, but a a group of us we do call each other um nefarious and whenever we come up with ideas that seem dastardly which i'm not sure if that's on this list but it should be uh we usually use a a a gif that has the a a nefarious mustache of some Mm -hmm. you know gentleman of uh maliciousness (laughs) (laughs) my next word is melancholy Mm -hmm. i just like the word one it is it is a good word it's very it it is a good word it rolls off the tongue Mm -hmm. even though it means like extreme sadness but it's still a good word (laughs) yeah Mine. Oh, and so is the next word, which again, I, I think it's between these two words. I always try to figure out which one, which one am I feeling more or maybe not me personally, but which one is stronger, melancholy or crestfallen? Ooh, crestfallen is definitely, I think, very, very, uh, it, it, it's a bit. It's a bit stronger to me. Yeah, it's more dramatic because it actually has the yeah. fall. Like, like I, I, I imagine somebody like putting their the back of their hand to their forehead and just falling down in slow motion. <laughs> in a fainting chair or maybe mm-hmm. just... A fainting chair, exactly. It's like, oh, this, what is this world? Um, <laughs> oh, okay. This, this one is a word I would say you gave me in a sense because I think you used it. I'm like, ooh, I need to write that one down. And that is commiserate. Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Because like yeah, that word. I, I do like that word because it just, I don't know, just almost like uses the whole mouth, but it also has that Z sound, which you don't really get too often. Like it's right. It's like a little hidden piece of, uh, it's a hidden gem there, mm-hmm. which you just didn't even expect. Right, right. This one I would say is one of our maybe thirty dollars words. I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mellifuous. Mellifuous. Malif. Uh, mellifuous. Wait, huh. not, I think I'm missing a letter. Mellifluous. Mellifluous. There we go. Because there's some extra L's in that word. <laughs> I don't know that word. That word, a synonym, I suppose, would be melodious. Both of these words mean pleasing to the ear. Mellifluous, or whatever, is not very pleasing to the ear, though. <laughs> It's an oxymoron. Is that what an oxymoron is? An oxymoron would be uh, like taped live. Oh, okay, right. So that's not an oxymoron. But what is... Um, well, I guess for you, it, mm-hmm. it could work as an oxymoron because the word mellif- mellifluous is not pleasing to your ear, but the word... Right, right. <sighs> These words. I was going to use another example altogether, but you ruined the flow. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Please, please All right, give well, your example. I'll do it with melodious. I would say that your voice is very melodious. Aw, thanks. (laughs) I'll try. (laughs) Too late. Too late. Uh, (laughs) Next word is uh, sinuous, which I do not remember what that means. So I'm going to have to look it up really quick. Unless you know. Do you know? I'm not super familiar with that word. No, I'm not going to guess at it either because I'll probably guess wrong. Ooh, okay. This, um, This means having many curves and turns. Yes, yes. I should know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my next word is again. This this word is just fun to say, especially since I learned like, oh, this is what everybody's talking about, and it does not look like how it sounds until you realize, oh, that's how you pronounce it. But quinoa. Oh, before, that's one of my words. 
Yeah, because before I'd always look at it and I was like, Kanoa. I've never heard anybody talk about mm-hmm. Kanoa. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because that's not how it's pronounced. Exactly. That's exactly That's exactly it. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing, though. A beautiful word. It, it is. Mm-hmm. My, my next word is actually... You know how in, to harness it. Oh, harness the word? Yeah, if, it's beautiful if you know how to harness it. <laughs> this is, yes, that's very true. That is very true. This next word is actually a name. I found this out recently, especially with the um, Winter Olympics happening. I was just mm-hmm. doing some idle research. But Zamboni is a, mm-hmm. somebody's name of a, a manufacturer. Oh, uh, so it's not a... Um, the machine. It's it's the actual manufacturer. Correct. It's kind of like how everybody calls tissues Z-Rock. clean. Okay. Or Xerox, right? Right, right. That too. So it just kind mm-hmm. of got that name. Like, oh, they're driving a Zamboni. I'm like, actually, this is the Ice Maker 1000. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> Made by not Zamboni. <laughs> right, exactly. So so that was that was my well actually voice. <laughs> so, yeah. mm-hmm. And keep it <laughs> well because I mean we hear it all the time so just that's what I assume they sound like it's like mm-hmm. well actually um, Leonardo DiCaprio what has whatever I don't care uh, <laughs> my, my next keep word it. you're gonna like my next word okay which is another name and it's a made up name by Tolkien <laughs> Hobbit <laughs> no. Smaug Smaug yeah for a yeah, short I love it for a short while I wanted to use that as an expli- as an expli- ex- I can't even say the word now expletive yes um that's a good word expletive it is it is especially when i can't say it uh, <laughs> but i, I kind of wanted to use it as like i'll oh, get that smog out of here or like i don't what is what is with all this smog it's just ah it just uses the whole whole mouth i like it it does it makes you it definitely makes you work for it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah this next one is also fun to say and one day i think i might have to write like either a poem or maybe a song just to get it in there but parallelogram because of the else mm. Yeah, that one definitely rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, acquiescence is that that was actually in a song, and I'm like, ooh, what does this mean? Uh, ooh, this is a short one, but a good one. Cusp. That is C U S P. Mm-hmm. That is a good word. I like it. Now, we are back to uh, city names. I don't know where this is. I can look it up later. But Kalamazoo. I don't know where that mm-hmm. is. But again, fun to say. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a name, uh, Abernathy. I don't know what it is about it, but I just like saying it. Mm-hmm. Was that a name that you were, you were possibly using or going to use? I don't know. No, no. Oh, okay. I do like the name, but I wasn't intending to use it in anything. I don't know. I don't know where you got it from. It's a good one, though. Yes. My next word, I actually just looked it up because I'm like, oh, this is a good word. If I only remember what it was, but I just looked it up. Um, pernicious. And that is having a harmful effect, especially in a gradual or subtle way. Really? Yes. And I forgot where I read it, but I'm like, ooh, I need to look up this word. And then I'm like, ooh, okay, I need to find a way to use mm-hmm. it, but I never, ever really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to find some nefarious reason to use it now. Um, Hi, you just use nefarious. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, eviscerate. I do not remember eviscerate. what that I feel like that has to do with cutting something. Uh, look it up real quick. Do that. Oh, it does. Uh, disembowel. There we go. <laughs> I like that word, Still. disembowel. <laughs> it sounds very violent, and I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, let's see. We've got three, actually four words left. Uh, scruples. Mm-hmm. Uh, treachery. Oh, my God. I forgot how much I love treachery. Or treacherous, too, because all of that. Just, again, just so malicious. Uh, <laughs> okay, this one I need to look up because I don't even remember how to say it. I think I wrote it down because I thought this would be a good word. And now I don't even know if I can say it. Um, oh, 
I don't think I can. Maybe I can. Okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Verisimilitude. Goodness, that was difficult. Come again. <laughs> uh, vera, verisimilit. Okay, verisimilitude. Verisimilitude, and that is the appearance of being true or real. Hmm. Verisimilitude. I had a. I actually broke it down into words that actually made sense, like similitude. Well, sima, similar. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I must have wrote it down. Okay. Oh wait, no. The word that I wrote down was longer. It is verisimilitudinous. <laughs> Very Yes. That's a $30 word. I mean, I think it might be $50 if you use it in a sentence correctly. Right, right, right. Uh, If you just say it correctly, uh, I mean, you get points for saying it correctly. This is true. This is true. My last word is ambergram, which is Mm -hmm. also the episode title. Yes, yes. Ambergram means uh, a word or design that looks the same upside down or whatever way you like to turn it. Actually, not necessarily the same, but it either can look the same in another direction or it can spell something totally different. And there are many examples. You just put ambergram in the, uh, I'm saying just put it in Google. You'll, you'll find a whole bunch of words. I found a ambergram generator. So I, I tried to see what Indube looked like in, in such a format. And it was pretty interesting, mm-hmm. but I couldn't copy it because uh, they want you to pay for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One. yeah. Keep it. Mm-hmm. Just keep it. In the meantime, definitely do take a look at today's or this episode's album art because I tried the best I could to make it an ambergram. Sweet. Thank you for your hard work. I, I do what I can. I, I make it work. So my list is not nearly as long as yours, mm-hmm. but I've got some good ones on here, I think. Um, my first word is cockles. Um, I just, I don't know. I just want, it's one of those words where, you know, you hear it and you just like, hmm, I like that word. Hmm. I feel like it's got some, uh, it's got a little bit of sarcasm with it and or at least every time I hear it it's used in a in slight jest and I'm I'm all about words that kind of make fun of themselves Mm -hmm. I did steal this next word it is tornadic in my defense I did tell you I was gonna steal it but I do really like the word even though I hate the meaning of it because living in the south we get tornadoes And it's so hearing about tornadic weather is not not a, a fun experience. But the word itself is pretty it's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. It is. It's yeah, it's up there. It's, it's like an action word kind of. It is. It is an action word. It, and you can. Yeah, it's an action word. So it's yeah, and I don't mean that by a verb. I mean, it's like like something's going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, it's tornadic. So, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's very it's very cool. So. Next word is onomatopoeia. Hmm. I've kind of heard that word today, but I've always really liked the word. It, it just, it's playful and it, it doesn't quite describe itself, but it's, it's still just a fun word. And it descri- it's, huh? It describes other things like squishy and woof. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to spell too, because I never spell it right, but it, it is fun to spell. Uh, next word is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And the fact that this is an actual word is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But I love it. Did you get that it. one right the first time? No. <laughs> no. I got a lot of it. I mean, it's a long, this is a this is a $30 word. I got a lot of it spelled right, but yeah. I don't know. That one might have to be like 70 because do you see how many letters are in that word? It's a gajillion letters. It's like almost all of the letters that there are in English. Right. And I feel like that that's a word. Like once you start getting to the uh, fragilistic part, they're like, let me spell the rest for you because you're not going to get it. Like, 
they, they take over. It was like, we know uh-huh. where it like fills it in for you because it's like, bro, just we got you. Thank, thanks for trying. Thanks for playing, but we got you. Is it possible you can put an ly at the end of that so it's super fragile, uh, super califragilistic expialidociously? They say that. In some I don't know. I don't oh. think they do. I just did it, and it didn't. It didn't say no. So hey, we oh. just created a new word. Nice. Well, well, not really, but you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. So that's that's part two. Super califragilistic expialidociously. Hey. Nice. So next word is February. I just really like the word because it's got that that hidden zinger in there that that R that you don't even hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, like li- words, huh? Like library. Library. All of those are pronounced though. Well, some people don't. They say library. If you listen, well, they're incorrect. They are yep, grossly incorrect. And in yeah. But February, it's it's like, okay, bro, why did you put that extra R in there? Are you trying to trick me? And it mm-hmm. does every time, and it makes me think. So I like it. Quinoa, that was one of my words. I like quinoa, and it's just weird how it's spelled. And I'm one. I'm with you. I used to pronounce it quinoa, <laughs> like quinoa, quinoa, what? And yeah, it's quinoa. So yeah. So my last word is gumption. I just, I feel like this is one of the words, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it's not a sound effect, so it doesn't kind of describe its own sound, but it describes itself, if that makes any sense. I, to have gumption, you know, it's just got, it's got weight behind it. Um, it, it does, even when you say it, like, like, yeah, that, that person, they's got, they have real gumption, like, you have to dig mm-hmm. to say it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like moxie, mm. which is not on my list, but I'm going to add it now. Moxie is another word that I like, a short but a sweet one. Um, Describes you as well. So Hey, I'll take it. So <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, those are my words. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. So, uh, and and we will invite other people to uh, submit their words to us. Um, it doesn't have to be as long. Definitely not, not as long as mine. Please keep mm-hmm. it within 80 characters. Uh, <laughs> uh, half circle. That's that's kind of the, the the what we're looking for. Half circle. If you're tweeting. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> keep it that way. And I, I mean, I'm fine if you thread it. That's okay. So, just um, hashtag indube word. Uh, yeah, indube word. Oh my goodness, I didn't even include in um, indubitable because that's where indube kind of came from. Yes, yes. And as as long as I've been doing this podcast, I never really described or talked about where the word indube came from. But I guess it's now as good a time as any. It is. Um, so back in high school, one of my, I guess at this point, if I were to make a list indeed would have been on that, on that list because I said it all the time. So all my friends, whenever we were talking and they knew that I would say indeed, they would kind of sometimes say it too, because they know it was one of my favorite words. And whenever we agree on something and they're like, Oh, indeed. And like, yes, yes, indeed. I need a new word because you guys are stealing that one. So I would started saying indubitably. And I found the only problem with indubitably is that it's too many letters to text. And I got too lazy in texting it each and every time. Or not necessarily <laughs> saying it, but texting it was fun. 
I mean, uh, saying it is fun because of that whole, uh, the way the letters and everything. <laughs> um, but I needed something shorter. And I remember it was about 2004, I think it's 2004. I started a, my very first blog and I was working at an office job. Nope, I lied, 2005. I, I lied again. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I started my very first blog back in the 2000s and I needed a name for it. And I decided to call it the um indube the workforce blog because i was working an office job and i just needed just a silly word just to kind of call it and then i soon discovered twitter so i became at indube and it's been that ever since and it was all based on the blog that i started based on a word that i made up and once people kind of knew that word they automatically associated with me because they knew i said indube a lot they i said indeed a lot i'm sorry indubitably and indeed and that's a mix of the two words because if i were mm-hmm. just Indube, that would have been i n d u b e but i'm like mm-hmm. no it's going to be this is the that double e just turning into two o's and a d and um i had a little breakfast face which i still have of the picture i made a picture of uh, it was an IHOP breakfast that I made it into a face and there was these two little pancakes that made the O's and I still have this picture so I might have to post it somewhere and that was the original Indube logo before it changed to what it is now which is just the word Indube with an exclamation point and everything so that's kind of the story of Indube and I even gave it a definition and it's basically just anything positive and uh, you know it's it's still an affirmative word but it's mostly just a positive thing so that's why we try mm-hmm. to keep the be here at the Indu podcast. Nice. I don't think I knew all of that. I knew most of it, but yeah, yeah thanks was, for the breakdown. Yeah, that was the that's the history. That's where Indu came from. It has nothing to do with my name. It's just a word that I made up with and liked and people just associated like, oh yeah, that's definitely a word that Sterling made up. So because yes, I made up other words, um, which I cannot oh nope, Jim Lee's. Jim Lee's is a word that I made up. The quick story behind that is one day I was in um, South Carolina with my family. Uh, it mm-hmm. was some kind of family reunion or something was happening. And um, I had one of my uncles uh, looking in the closet for something I lost. And I'm like, yeah, I can't find my gym lease. And like, okay, well, let me go. And I mean, neither of us live there. So I just had him looking in the closet for absolutely nothing. And then I'm just sitting there cracking up because I'm like, yeah, my gym lease, they're in there. And he kept pulling things out like uh, gloves and boots. I'm like, are these it? I'm like, nope, those aren't it. And um, to this day, I still don't know exactly what Jim Lee's are, but they sounded real. And I had mm-hmm. him look. So that was just little joys that I had. And I was probably like, I don't know, 12 or something. But still, just just my, my fun with words. And I've done this to several people, just having them look for things that I make up. I had them looking at geese, but they were like, oh, no, those are those are wallow birds. They're not supposed to be around these parts. And like, really? And then they go off telling other people. I'm like, OK, I really should stop lying to people. But it was fun. That was that was how I I had I got my jollies back then. <laughs> Better now. <laughs> well, you know, we all have to get our jollies some type of way, you know? Mm-hmm. That stuff matters. Yeah. And mine were just minor compulsive lying. Minor, tiny things. Harm harmless. Harmless, not nefarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh-huh. No twirling of the mustache, just me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was a child, so that's, that's how I laughed as a child. So. Mm, good, good to know. Good to know. Well, we need to we need to take some more time to think about these words and their impact in our lives and how valuable they actually are. Valuable meaning in dollars and cents, how valuable they are. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Okay. The Indian Podcast. 
Hey there, friend. Enjoying this podcast production? I bet your sweet buttery face you are. I bet you're also thinking, how can I support this show and look awesome doing it? Aside from telling your best pal and all their kin, you can head over to Indube.com and two clicks later after hitting the store tab, you'll find yourself with several fun and fancy swag brought to you by the fine folks at the Indube Network and Public. If you're a fan of Indube, Food Fight, or anything under the Indubian sun, you can find it plastered on mugs, hoodies, pillows, cases, bags, and of course, t-shirts. Hurry on over now and you may catch a sale with all tees 30% off. Seriously, they have sales like every other week. So head on over to Indube.com or tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot C-O-M and type Indube in the search bar and continue to pod with the best. Welcome back. Welcome back. What another lovely break that we had. I am just so um, lifted. My spirit and my soul are lifted by the discussion of words. I'm a geek. I know. But it just makes me happy. And as we've previously established, we got to get our jollies any way we can because sometimes the world just sucks and sometimes bad things happen. So, you know, if something makes us happy, talking about words and why we like them makes us happy, then so be it. I'd say it makes us pretty uh, jovial when you when you agree. Super califragilistic, expialidociously jovial. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, right? Yeah, as we sit here swashbuckling our words. But uh, yeah. <laughs> in this month after February. <laughs> <laughs> We're okay, uh, seriously. We're okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not contagious, or is it? Mm. <laughs> oh, is that, is that how um, you laugh if you have vampirism? <laughs> okay, so we're just gonna <laughs> cut this out uh, and wrap this show up because this is getting a little tornadic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not correct, you people. So. Guys, that's that wasn't correct, but it kind of fit, right? I, I I I'll allow it. I I I'm allowing it. I'm, I'm keeping it. Okay. All right. All right. things could be a lot worse. They could be very crestfallen right now. They could be. <laughs> yes. Yes. You say that word with a feel so disingenuous. That's a good word, disingenuous. Wow. Um, but that is a good one. That is it, a good one. It is not on either of our lists yet. But um I just added it, so uh, speak for yourself. Keep still my words. Uh we use that together. Hello, team effort, okay. we're a unit. Okay, it's all right, it is both of our words, disingenuous. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll we'll break it down. The um I feel like it has to do okay. with uh, uh, syllables and maybe even vowels. Maybe, maybe because mm-hmm. onomatopoeia. I mean, there are like twenty-eight vowels in that word, and there are twenty-nine. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it a perfect word. Mm-hmm. And stewardesses is a word that you can only you can type is the longest word you can type with. I think your left hand on a keyboard. That is. I'm gonna try it. Let me try that. Uh, what? If, so, so like if you spell it correctly you don't have to use the backspace uh, right. word. oh my gosh it's correct oh my gosh how cool is that 
just a random word for you or a random fact of words. See, we are both word nerds, if you didn't already guess, because we we just... That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is really neat. I did not know that. I have learned something today on the Indu podcast. See, we're, we're here just cracking ourselves up and teaching each other things. <laughs> About words. Mm-hmm. About words. And useless trivia. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I'm good for. Good for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's next? Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Um, do you have any shout outs or anything? Um, yes, I, I do. I want to give uh, quick shout outs to our citizens. I know I don't do this very often, but our patrons, because we have a new patron at, for the Indube Network, uh, Jamie Broadnax. Um, so, uh, and we also have Berto and Steph, who have been fellow patrons from before. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. And again, you can go to the patreon.com backslash and You can see movie reviews. And um, I did upload a new banner. There's also a video of me explaining what the Patreon is all about. So you can see me at the radio station. That is not my normal studio where I record in one day, one day. Um, also check out the Indu plays hashtag. So you can check out music that I'm listening to or usually listening to at the moment and just feel like sharing. There's also playlists that are there. Um, I'm also featured on thecomicsbolt.com. They have a Nerd Soul Sundays. I think it's every week, every Sunday, but I've been featured on the most recent one and I'm talking about time travel and why I, it's important to me. So go check mm-hmm. that out. And, um, time travel is pretty pretty important. It is, it is, and mm-hmm. I, I try to I try to go deep with it. I try to to relate like mm-hmm. what it personally, and uh, and should we even be allowed to time travel? Should we have? Should we not be able to go back in time to fix our mistakes if we are not to learn from them? Uh, or uh, what ramifications will that happen? Or what happen if we do go back in time and change something? Um, you know, things like that. So I kind of talk about that and uh, go check it out. Sweet. I'm going to check it out now because that sounds quite interesting. Yeah, it happened right before the Oscars. So it kind of got lost in the uh, uh, in the in the Oscar buzz that was happening. Mm-hmm. So I'll try to go through and, and I'm, I think I even try to put it in the show notes. So that, at least that way it'll be found somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know about your stuff. And we want to support you, Sterling. Thank you. And uh, I think shout out to, I think it's... Phoenix, she goes by, uh, but she requested um, or she reached out to me to ask if I wanted to do it. And I'm like, oh, sure. I just had to find something I was really nerdy about. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. man. And it wasn't until later There's on. So many things. Mm-hmm. There, there is. I was like, I could have talked about my my love for movie theaters and my passion for movies. But <laughs> oh, time travel. So, you know, can't mm-hmm. go wrong. Or can I agree. You? you can go wrong with time travel. But discussion <laughs> of it, in theory maybe not so much yeah yeah because it's there's still much to discuss about it should we do it um things or stories we've heard that have either gone wrong or gone well or can we go in the future yeah we i go be here all night so (laughs) we'll listen to your episode and uh go down that rabbit hole there yes sweet if you'd like to catch me on the twitters outside of the indu podcast Again, on the Twitters, you can find me at IMK Hinton. Just, you know, shooting the breeze, tweeting up a storm, a tornadic storm. <laughs> um, discussing everything from light politics or heavy politics, depending on which way the wind's blowing. Feminism, cute puppies, <laughs> entertainment, uh, the good place. 
Oh, because that show is amazing. Um, but later, 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 later. Um, lots of things. Spellbound Station, anything. So yeah, you catch me there, or you can catch me over at Verve HC, which is Verve House Collective's uh, Twitter online hub. Um, Verve is a place for audacious entrepreneurs, intention seekers, um, and creatives who are intentionally living a creative life, a life outside of the norm. Um, and it's just a place to, to be. It's your tribe. So check it out. Check it out. Um, any other shouts before we wrap this up? Um, don't think so. Just Google Indube for all things Indube if mm-hmm. you're looking for it. <laughs> and you should be looking for it. So do it. And so, I started using my Instagram account again. So there's some things on there. Oh, that's good. Instagram is a fun place or it can be. And we need more light at Instagram. Right, right. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, and remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. planet earth and is an extension of the indoo blog found at indoo.com you can subscribe and find more episodes on itunes and indoo.podbean.com you can also follow master sterling on twitter at indoo i am not allowed this is Belford signing off and this has been another 3sfx production Use your words, Chief. Good boy.